what's your early detection radar system? Like you've got one set up, right? You're hearing me say that and you're like, what the crap are you talking about, Russ? Okay, you all, this is something I don't think I've shared before. And it is insanely important. Like this is your insurance policy against being surprised by issues by employees and being surprised by issues with customers. I had a couple of profound experiences that caused me to create this radar system. And I want to share with you what I mean by that in this episode. Leadership is the ability to facilitate movement in others toward a destination you can describe. I'm Russ Hill. I help build leaders. And this is the Culture Hacks Podcast. I make my living coaching and consulting senior executives of some of the world's largest companies. Man, do I love leadership, the leadership lab, like leading people and trying to influence them and figure out how to do that in a more effective way. It is, it is my passion. It's what I love doing. You can find out more about our firm at LoneRockConsulting.com. You can join the now hundreds, which is just crazy to say The now hundreds of people taking part in Lead in 30. It's a transformational experience that will absolutely jack up, update, improve, upgrade your ability to lead other people. The details on that are at leadin30.com. Okay, so two quick experiences that I want to share. And, uh, and then I'm going to fill in the details about this radar, <laughs> this radar system that you all, this is, you're going to be thanking for me for this later. If you don't have this set up already, like it's a major miss. And it took me uh, a, a, a few really rough experiences to figure this out. Let me explain the, what, let me explain why this on my mind. So we just finished the beta group of lead in 30, right? This whole new experience that we've learned, this technology and software system that we invested in all these tools, online learning, right? And, um, and we put the beta group through. So we've got executives, leaders of multiple companies going through it. And about halfway through the experience, we did a uh, survey with them. We, we had them go in and answer questions about their experience. And then at the end of the experience, once it was done, the four weeks, the 30 days were over, we did another survey, detailed questions, like just like six or seven that we asked. We had them rank a few things quantitatively and then give us some qualitative data. And then we did focus groups with, we invited all the participants. And so we did them in groups of four or five and we got them on a Zoom meeting and for half an hour, we asked them questions and we, we shut up and we just watched them and we listened to the words that they use and we watched what was top of mind and we, 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 we got their responses and it's been invaluable and it's shaping like we spent so many hours today making tweaks to lead in 30 based on the feedback we got. Like it was insanely positive, but there were a couple of things that a few people said that caused us to go, oh, that could be a major issue for somebody else. Oh, a a, a major client of ours may hold that same belief. That might be a, a concern. How are we going to prevent other companies from holding that same belief? How can we make it better? And we racked our brains hour after hour after hour in this meeting that never ended. 
And we finally came up with some solutions. We were like, oh my gosh, that just upgraded this experience so much more. And it was because we sought feedback from clients, customers who went through it. And we didn't just send them out a little survey. Did you like your experience? And then move on, right? There wasn't that. It was detailed questions, not too many to where they, I mean, it literally took them like five minutes. And then these focus groups that were done in very specific ways. So we were watching our customers. Okay. Why in the world do I do this? I'll tell you why when I developed this habit and lots of people are doing surveys and research with customers. That is not what I'm talking about. I am talking about developing a radar system that allows you. That's what I call it. That's the way I think about it. Like I want to detect problems the moment they show up. I, I don't want to know that the Russians are sending over like 50 jets to blow us up or, or 500 um, fighter jets to blow us up. Like I want to know the moment they take one of those planes takes off, right? Like by the time you got 500 of them flying over your borders, it's too late. You got too many problems. You're screwed. The same is true for you with customers. And by the way, the same is true for you with employees. And so I do, I, I had two experiences, more than two, but two that profoundly affected me on this. So let's go through one of them. So in the, in the radio industry, back when I worked in the media industry, my income was largely based off our revenue was largely affected by our ratings Were people, did people like the talk show host I had on, on the sports stations and the news stations, did they think we were giving them enough traffic reports? Did they think we were doing weather reports frequently enough? Did they think we aired too many commercials? Did they think that we were talking about the right topics? Did they like the talk show host? Did they think this one was boring? Did they think that one was out of touch? Did they, you know, all of these things. And so if people started to, when we got ratings, we would get our ratings, you all, about three or four months after the, the month. So let's say this, we would know, let, let, let's go to January. So the ratings we had in January, how many people were listening to our radio stations or tuning into our shows in January, we would get that information like in April, like way late, so delayed that it was like, how do you respond to that? Like that was way back in January. I can't even remember what happened last week. And so if, if a show started to lose interest, let's say that I had a talk show host on a radio station and a growing number of people didn't like him or her or thought their show was out of touch or didn't like the opinions they had or whatever it was. And if they started to not listen in January and I figured that out in April, holy crap, how many more listeners did I lose in February? How much lower did the ratings go in March? What happened in April? Like, if I'm making adjustments to what happened in January and I'm doing it in May, you tracking with me? If I'm doing that in May, then it's way too late. So that, that I, what I decided was you all in order to make sure that our ratings weren't diving, I needed early detection systems. So I developed listener advisory panels. I paid consultants to come in and do focus groups I did research. I surveyed hundreds of listeners every month. I built my own radar system. So if I was starting to get a lot and I would have them judge, like, how much are you listening? Give us that data um, on a scale of one to 10. Would you recommend listening to this show to somebody else? Now, I'm watching that data every month. So if it starts to go down, I know before the ratings come out, 
that, oh, we probably lost some listeners. We probably had lower ratings. That affected massively our revenue. That affected massively my bonuses and my incentives. The talk, like a ton of people's compensation was affected by that. So I wanted to know the moment attitudes were adjusting. Okay. So when I, I took over a radio, a, a set of brands here in Phoenix, when I was still in the media business, I took over a set of brands that were hemorrhaging listeners. Nobody was listening to them. We were at the bottom of the barrel. I was hired and brought in to turn that around to rebuild these properties and get the ratings up and get a ton, you know, hundreds of thousands of new listeners, build the brands, revitalize them, build a new sports talk, sto- talk show, uh, talk, a sports talk station, all of that. So I, w- and when I was doing that, building it, I thought you all, I can never allow these brands to be as destroyed as they were when I inherit, when I took over them, like I can never allow that to happen. Okay. Well, what's the radar system I'm going to develop to make sure that doesn't happen. You tracking with me? And then I, I, then the other experience I want to share with you goes back to the story that you've all heard me tell multiple times. It's a story I, I, that's just core of who I am. Back when I was early in, I'm not going to tell you the whole story, so don't worry about it. Um, but back when I was uh, uh, first put into management, I got the lowest engagement scores of the whole company, right? I had the most toxic culture of any leader in, in our entire national company. And in that moment, like I, I didn't know my team hated me. Like I had no idea. Call me clueless, totally accurate. I knew that we were delivering results. I knew that we were crushing it when it came to the results I was paid to deliver. What I didn't know is that they hated me, that the team was talking amongst themselves and going, yeah, can you believe that they put this, (laughs) this joker, this loser in charge of us? Like he sucks. Now, People don't go up to their boss and say that usually right out of the gate, right? Especially if they're intimidated or if the, if the boss is intense, which I was. And so they weren't coming to me and saying, yeah, Russ, we just want you to know that we know you're delivering the results, but you're really annoying or we don't like working for you. They weren't telling me that. And so then I get this survey data from our company when I'm a young leader. And that's basically what they said. Yeah, on a scale of one to 10, we'd give our leader, we'd give Russ like a negative four. You know, the results were just terrible. And so at the, I was totally shocked and surprised, caught completely off guard, blindsided. It was 100% my fault. I didn't realize that. I thought, oh, I need to develop a radar system to detect if my employees are becoming unhappy with me, if they're becoming disengaged. If they're losing their desire to work here, if they think our to- our culture is going toxic, I need to have my own radar system so it's not my company handing me an envelope or a packet of papers that tells me I suck as a leader. I need to know that my- on my own. So what's my radar system? So what I developed in that sense was, man, I'm going to be seeking feedback like an animal. Like I need to constantly be checking with my people. That's around the same time. You, you all, if you listen to this, this podcast for a while, you know that that's around the time that I had, I flew up to Washington DC and met Joel who was overseeing the Washington DC media properties that were owned by our company. And he told me that the secret to his success as one of the most respected and successful leaders in our media company. The secret to his success was walking around. And I thought he was an idiot. Like, dude, you have like, you don't know how, like, that's your leadership tip. You heard me share this before, right? 
And then I realized, oh, why is Joel walking around? Because that's his radar system. That's how he's detecting. He's not using a survey once a year to tell whether or not his people are disengaged. He's actively seeking out. He's hearing things on the floor. Somebody's mentioning something to him and he's creating a culture to where people will tell him what they actually think. He's creating that kind of a culture. He's leading in a way that people feel comfortable telling him the real story. So his radar system was walking around. Mine was seeking feedback, meeting with my people, interacting with them, creating a culture and a mindset and environment on our team where people would tell me what they what they were really thinking. Having lunch with key different people, taking, you know, members of, you know, key talent on my team to a baseball game or a son's game or whatever it might be, like checking in with them and asking them questions. That that was one of the aspects of my radar system to detect because I didn't ever, ever want to be caught off guard again. You, none of us like surprises, right? As a leader, I don't want to be surprised. I don't want to be surprised when that key customer cancels. I need to have a radar system, an insurance policy, a way to be able to detect if that customer is starting to not feel like we're all that in a cup of soup. Like if their opinions are, are declining about us, I need to know that. So my question to you in this episode is, do you have a radar system? What is it for your customers? Because you don't want your radar system to be when they start canceling a business. Like, that's way too late. You got 500 jets flying over your borders. Like, what's the early detection system? And there are lots of different options. I want you thinking. Hopefully, you're like your head's spinning right now, right? Like, okay, well, what do we do? Are we surveying them? Am I eating lunch with them? Am I checking in with the key? What are we, how are we, are we doing an NPS survey with them? How often are we doing that? Am I like, how close am I to the customer and how am I finding that out? And would they really tell us what we want to know? How am I measuring that? What is my radar system so that I can detect the moment that first jet takes off in Russia? I know, oh no, we might have some trouble. Okay. And what's your early detection system for your employees? And it could be as simple as walking around. It could be having lunch with the key members of your team once a month. It could be your one-on-ones and certain questions that you ask. It could, it could be multiple things, you all. But in this episode, I just wanted, uh, this is on my mind because of this, what, our, what the experience we just had with uh, these customers going through lead in 30. We, we are not, we're, we know what they love about the experience they just had with us. We know exactly how much they think we should be charging. And by the way, they all think we should jack up the price significantly on lead in 30, right? Which is cool. That's awesome. They felt like they got way more value than they paid for. We know the few people who had, you know, a couple of areas where they felt like, eh, I don't know if this was super strong or I would have liked that to be a lot different. We know that. We asked them that we've, we've, we've spent time with every single one of them. We're checking in with them. So it's uh, my experience is that's invaluable for you as a leader, developing an early detection radar system for customers and internally for employees. That's what's on my mind. 
in this episode. Hopefully that's helpful to you. If you've got any ideas or tips or things that you've developed, you've got some questions around that, just shoot me a direct message on LinkedIn. Hopefully we are connected. If we aren't, just uh, click on the link, tap on the link in the show notes and send me a connection request. I so appreciate you all checking. It's great every week getting a few different direct messages from different parts of the world, hearing about you, different feedback you've got um, for me or questions. It's, it's so helpful. Okay. So hope you're all doing well, by the way, I need to mention more often. I'm going to start doing this more in, in episodes. If you're finding value in these episodes, just tap on that, follow the subscribe button, whatever it might be in whatever app you're using, whether it's Apple podcasts or Spotify or whatever, it's a different button in each, in each uh, podcast. It could be, or each app, it could be subscribe. It could be follow. It could be a little check button. It could be um, a bookmark, different things. Just tap on that, that icon. You'll get two new episodes delivered right to your phone every week. And um, I hope that, I hope that you subscribed or followed. Okay. You all hope you're doing well. Hope you're healthy. Hope you're happy. Hope that you are um, having the success early in this year. We're two months in, right? Two months into the year when I'm recording this and we're pushing it out in 2022. I hope that your year is off to a fantastic start. You're setting the pace for the year, right? Q1 to me is insanely important. It always has been because how we start the year is going to set the tone for the rest of the year. If we kind of let down our guard and go, yeah, you know, Q1 can kind of be mediocre. We'll make it up. And Q4 is always insanely good for us or the summer is fantastic. No, man, Q1 off the charts by whatever metrics are really important. Like that's the, that I want my, I want my team. I want myself just in the zone, absolutely delivering on pace to just crush it. Uh, Q1 is just so, so critical to me. So I, I hope it is to you. And I hope that your Q1 so far is going really well and that you'll make adjustments. If it's not, you're doing the things, making the decisions, making the moves that are necessary. Do not wait. You all. I've never met the leader that said, you know, I'm really glad I waited forever to pull the trigger on that or to move on that. Now, some are trigger happy, right? Like I just heard a story again of a leader that I'm aware of, man, this, this person just like, they, they make moves, I think way premature. Like they're just jumping any, you know, got PTSD, man. There's sound in the woods and they're firing off the gun in every direction. So you can overdo it, but that's a, those are the exception in my experience. Most leaders, we delay action. We sit and wait. We take a wait and see approach or yeah, I'll deal with that later. And it ends up costing our business a significant amount. So if you've got some warning signs, if your radar system is telling you, your gut's telling you, I don't know if that person or that team or that product or this move, act on it, right? Do something, make adjustments, be responsive, be proactive. It's on my mind as well here in Q1. Hope you're healthy. Hope you're doing well. I'll talk to you in the next episode.